Yo. Swanks. Hey. Look who it is. Yes. I'm, I think this is more of you featuring me. I like Funny that. meeting you here. Funny running into you here. I feel like we're at Barnes and Nobles. Hey. I'm not going to lie. I'm really rolling a rose blunt right now. I'm smoking a joint from a dispensary. Hey. <laughs> I'm putting a, like, I have some weed in it, but I'm, like, grinding up some rose to put in. I felt like it was only appropriate. No, you should do that every time. I can't do that, but you should definitely do that. Okay. So, we kind of, we kind of talked a little bit before this about kind of, uh, what our podcast today is going to be about and mostly it's just going to be about taking risks and making mistakes and falling all over that ass and getting back up yeah yeah something I'm very good at you are very good at it which is why this is specifically something I definitely wanted to talk about with you uh, <laughs> especially as far as getting guidance on like how to make mistakes and come back from them because I don't think it's so much that like I fear making mistakes or that other people fear making mistakes. I think that they fear that there's no coming back from the mistakes Mm. that they make. And to me, you're like the king of, hey, maybe I fucked up, but I'm going to keep on going. So what's good? So I want you kind of explain to me, what is your thought process whenever you're taking a risk or making a mistake and coming back from that? Wow. Put me in the spot. All right. Well, I would say this is going to be scary for people and I, I could definitely feel people like judging me, but there is no thought process. Like if you want, if you know what you want to do, or if you see something that like on the other side of an obstacle, you just go like, I literally, I literally just go. Um, and I figure every part out as I go. Um, like, I guess, you know, it only makes sense to really explain like where I am right now. I'm in California and like how we got here. Because this is a place I always wanted to come, like, literally since I was a teenager, so since I started, like, really getting deep into, like, music and, like, an artist from the West Side. Um, and just the vibe and stuff, you know, it's always seemed, like, from looking from the outside in, it kind of looked like the most chill place in the world to me. Um, and it took a long time to find, like, uh, a way, a, a tangible way to get here. And then once I finally saw that way, I was just like, all right, I'm not going to think about anything else. I'm going to do it. So I was supposed to be here with a bunch of other people, a big-ass group of people staying in the place. And, like, three weeks before that happened, everything fell apart. Like, some people had some stuff amongst the, all this crap that basically would make it look like, dude, why are you still going to do this? Or you yeah. should definitely rethink this. But, you know, Lonnie, me and Lonnie uh, work, bought our tickets already. So we're like, all right, me and you will figure it out. Then me and you will just stay with each other. Obviously, that's going to be more money because there's less people splitting things. But... We'll figure it out. And we did. I mean, we met up with another um, friend uh, that was coming from another city. And even, like, on the day of getting here, we couldn't get our rental car because none, none of us had a credit card. And you need a credit card. Uh, now, yeah, it's just, like, so many, like, those, Little those are Little things. Op- yeah, those are, like, the obstacles that I have to, like, stop people or that people spend time overthinking before they even happen. Like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? I'm like, bro, I don't know. Let's just get the car and let's just get a place. So would you say that, like, um, because kind of just what I'm gathering from what you said, would you say that as long as you're moving in alignment with yourself, 
that the mistakes and the obstacles and all that shit will come. But usually if you're moving in alignment, you can just skate right through them. Yeah, you actually saying it better than me. I was probably going to overexplain it, but you're absolutely right. Because to me, my perception of like life and manifesting, I guess you could say, is like when you know you want something or you're going for something, all you got to do is put that thought out and they say follow the path of least resistance. So to me, sitting there and overthinking shit is very resistant. It's like I, I heard one time it's not about um, – don't worry about the how. Just know why you want to do it. In in so, that respect, then, I would say to follow the path with the most resistance, to be completely honest. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> like, like I hear what you're saying. Like, the, the thought process that you're going through, you're overthinking it. And that is, a, to me, the, yeah, that's irrelevant. You shouldn't really focus so much on overthinking. But I do think that a lot of times we opt out of stuff that's not going to be easy, but mm. will be worth it in the end. So sometimes, like, to me, you should kind of there's resistance because that's the path that's going to make you grow. To me, the what you do, to me, what you do is taking the path of the most resistance. The <laughs> things that you do are very risky. And, like, you know what they say, high risk, high reward. Yes. But you have the way that you move, you're very in alignment with yourself and with your goals and with your aspirations and with your manifestations. So in your it doesn't seem like resistance is necessarily an obstacle for you, but it definitely seems like you always opt for the path that does bring you resistance. But it also seems like you're the kind of person that enjoys overcoming things. That's true. Like, I see that you get a lot of joy from whenever <laughs> life presents you a difficulty and you're, you take it as a challenge and you're like, okay, Facts. bet. And then, so when you say it, you're like, yeah, take the path of the least resistance. And it's least resistant to you because you don't resist opposition and you don't resist yeah. obstacles. The problem for other people that I feel like me and other spaces we're not going to opt for the path that has obstacles. And we look down the path and we can see that, yeah, there's a lot going on down there. And I see down the other path that mm, there's not a lot going on down there. Mm. I'm going to opt for that path. And I think that I'm going to be honest with you. I think that a lot of people should adopt your mindset more of looking at the path that has resistance and has obstacles and has opposition and going head first at it. Because even if, you know, even if halfway down the path there's like a tree and you trip over it, like we were talking about earlier, like you get back up. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest thing that even myself that I fear is going through an obstacle and not being able to get back up. So when you do approach a situation where you feel like, okay, you've tripped or, or stumbled or fall fallen, like how do you, think yourself out of that conundrum like what do you say to yourself to kind of get yourself back in the game back on the course and keep going all right i want to say one thing before i answer that resistance i i you i don't know why i thought of this but when you work out when you add resistance that makes your muscles stronger so if we could look at resistance as a good thing mm. like something that hurts at the moment but obviously if you're working out you're looking to build muscle so like if you look at resistance as something that causes you pain or soreness or a little, just something a little uncomfortable at this moment, but leads to a, a end result. People, you know, like the the whole perception kind of changes. 
But I would say, to answer your question, again, it's, I don't really be thinking like, and that sounds so crazy because it sounds like I'm like a, a maniac that doesn't make conscious decisions. It's just, you know, when, we, when you were saying what you're saying, I, it, you're right. I, I probably do. It probably does look like I choose a path with a lot of resistance, but this is the thing. Like, life is always happening, and there's always going to be some sort of resistance. Like, mm-hmm. nothing's ever going to be perfect. And people, I don't know where this perception or that idea comes from, but every single thing has an obstacle. Like, no one gets up, and every single thing goes as perfectly planned the whole day. Exactly. And that was kind of, like, where I was going to go, but I'm not going to lie, I started smoking, and I kind of lost the plot. <laughs> That's where I was kind of going with the, the two paths. Like, we, you look at the path, and you can see the obstacles right away. Fine. And so, to me, it's kind of like you, you approach it like, okay, so I know what I'm up against. Yeah. For me and others, we look at the path that doesn't have any visible opposition or resistance, and we just start going. And we get halfway down the path, and we realize that even though we couldn't see the resistance... Oh, it's it definitely is still there. there. Yes. It's still there, but now you have no forewarning. You have, it just kind of catches you off guard. Yeah, and you're in me, it. I think that that's like, that's where I get personally stuck up on is like, I always opt for things that look easy and I get halfway through it and realize like, oh shit, this look easy, but <laughs> this is not easy at all. And if I would have taken the path that openly was not easy, I would have at least had like, a review. It's like getting the review to the test. You either go in it blind or you go in it at having a study guide, you know? I feel that. I and think, so I, th- I was go just going to say, I was just going to say, I encourage you to take, like, if you're looking at something and you think there's a hardest path, like there, you see a path that's harder, I encourage you to take that one based on what you said. And you see, I know that, like, I don't know if anybody feels me, but I know that a personal thing for me is just the fear of failure like i'm i'm so terrified of things not working out and i think recently i finally the universe kind of put me in a position where i had to learn a lesson that a it's not really so much about whether things work out or not it's really about you and whether or not you do it despite the fact that it may not work out and i feel like a lot of times i let the fear of failure completely keep me from doing anything at all I didn't make music for the longest because I Mm -hmm. felt like I was so scared of sucking at it. I was so scared (laughs) of not being as good as other people. And it just kept me from doing it entirely. And now I'm trying to adopt this whole, well, I don't have to be great right away. It doesn't have to be the best song in existence. It's just getting up and spending that little bit of time working on the song that even if I get to a part where I don't know what to do with it, I at least started it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And now I have that experience under my belt that I started it. Well, one, I'm going to say, as far as music goes, to me, you're a legend. Two, <laughs> um, it's, it, it, it's all on your perspective. Like, you know how you said, um, I think the exact words you use is like, oh, even if it doesn't work out. Is that what you said? You were talking about something. Like, mm-hmm. Well, my, <laughs> my perception of things is that it's always working out. So mm. let's say... I, um, hmm, I'm trying to find a real life example, but I don't want to waste time. So let's say I wanted to go to Florida next Friday and everything looked like it was lining. Like, yo, I bought the ticket. I got an Airbnb, whatever. Uh, and in my head, that, that, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to Florida. But on the day before, that Thursday before, 
uh, there's a fucking crazy hurricane over there and they canceling flights like indefinitely for a few days. I wouldn't be like, damn, like now I'm not going to Florida or like, damn, my what I wanted to do is screwed up. I'm be like, damn, what I wanted to do is getting better. Like, like the universe is moving something around because had I gone now, like it would have been whack or yeah. something like that. Like just always be accepting of the things you cannot control because see and that is a lesson that i'm not gonna lie i am struggling like i on paper i know it like i know release (laughs) control surrender surrender to life you can't do nothing about it but i'm not gonna lie i am neurotic as fuck i am so neurotic i feel you and i feel like i need some level of control or like i'm gonna have a breakdown so like for me I really struggle with that releasing control and having faith. I've never, even when I was a kid, I was never a person of faith. My mom sent me to like four different churches and I could not get with the business. I was like, you know, you're giving me all this information, but I have nothing tangible. I have no legitimate situated evidence to say that any of this is true. Why am I putting all my energy into it? Yo, I feel you. So one thing I will say, again, challenge you a little bit. What if you always have control? Because technically, you always have control over your thoughts and, to a certain extent, your feelings. So you always mm-hmm. have control over that. But it's just sometimes, like, like the, the example I just gave, like, I can't control a hurricane or whatever, hurricane, tsunami, whatever the hell I said. Like, I can't control that. And I would be doing myself and my environment, my life, like, everything a disservice and just making things even more inconvenient than they already are by, like, bitching and complaining about the fact that I can't go or not accepting the fact that I can't go, you know, as far as that example goes. Because, and that's, I'm not saying that you complain or anything, but I'm just saying, like, if, if you can, if we could all just, because at the end of the day, the things that we don't know are, like, we're making assumptions. We're, like, mm-hmm. assuming that, well, that happened, so now that. But instead, it's, it's like, we have a, a, a very wide perspective and view of what we want to do and what it might feel like, or, you know, this, that, and the third. But when something changes that, we narrow our view. We're like, oh, no, like the way I wanted it to happen, it's not going to happen. So it's not going to happen now. Uh, I, honestly, I'm going to be real. Just looking at all of it from a, like a low-key psychological perspective, I honestly believe that's because a lot of people are conditioned to, like, working through the worst-case scenario. Like, even for me, there was always a lot of guessing what kind of traumatic event was about to happen in my mm-hmm. household. So I think that like my approach to life, when any minor inconvenience happens, I'm instantly jumping to the worst because I need to, I'm trying to figure out what to expect and how I'm supposed to feel so that I receive the least amount of damage possible from like whatever inconvenience happens. That's and fine. it's not, it's not, to me, it's not right necessarily because like, behaving through your childhood traumas is never great but I think that that's I think that for me personally that's why I really struggle with that because I'm always thinking about things from my little wounded childhood self who's Mm -hmm. like just trying to anticipate what's gonna happen before it happens so that I'm prepared and that in that puts me in a mindset of thinking very very negatively Mm -hmm. about situations because I'm always wanting to know what is the worst possible thing that could happen to me at that moment. So as far as what you just said, like, 
like you said, there is no right, there is no wrong. You know, everything's perception. But I will say, like, half of what you said, like, I, I rock with that and I do that myself. I do be looking for, not looking for, but when I see the whole picture, I see negative possibilities and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. that's part of, to me, life, you know. And for Charlie, they be like, you can't look at the light without the dark, you know, bullshit like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just it's just life, though. Like, you can't, like, you're delusional. To me, you're delusional if you always ignore something negative that could happen or that has happened. And that's, that's, that's not me. I think sometimes when I outside looking at people might think I'm delusional too. Like, nah, bro, I'm fully aware <laughs> that something bad can happen here. And I'm somewhat prepared for it, but I don't, put my, I don't put more energy into preparing for what I don't want to happen than what I do want to happen. And you see, and that is the kicker because that is the double-edged sword of manifestation. Yes. Like, Literally, I also am learning this, like, to manifest, I literally cannot put that much energy into the worst case scenario. Because a lot of times, I am literally manifesting the worst case yes, scenario. you are when you think about it. <laughs> I'm, like, literally manifesting it. The The thing about the universe, though, is the universe is very neutral. It doesn't, Facts. it's literally, it, it's on a perfect balance. So on that spectrum of good and evil, it's like <laughs> resides right in the center. Yes. It has, it has no sense of I'm doing this to help you. I'm doing this nope. to hurt you. It nope. just is. And it's like, well, you're asking me for this. So I'm going to present it to you. And I think that for me personally, I think the first part of all of this and taking risks and stuff is acknowledging that a lot of times our biggest setback is ourselves and our mindset and the fact that we cave into our negative feelings. Like, you know, in the previous episode, we talked about feeling your negative emotions. Yeah. And I feel like I need to be clear that there is a very big distinction between feeling negative emotions and basically enmeshing yourself in. Living them. in them. And, yes, and becoming them and allowing you to be inside your emotions instead of your emotions being inside of you. And that's crazy that you brought that up because that's what I, that ties into the way I'm talking today too because I was saying I'm aware of them right now. I see them, but I just put them away for when I want to deal with them. Kind of uh, like in meditation, what you do with your thoughts. Yeah. Yo, but I will say that if, if like, taking a, taking a risk, it, it just comes down to looking at things. Again, it's always perspective. Like, I sometimes wish there was another answer. But, like, it's like, yo, is this exciting or is this scary? And sometimes it's both. And that's mm-hmm. looking at it from both perspectives. But, you know, scary is cool. Like, it's just a word. If you start diving deep and, like, breaking scary down, like, oh, why is it scary? Well, what happens if that's scary? <laughs> that, that's when you fuck up to me. Like, that's when your risk is, it, like, you're focusing on the risk more than the actual reward, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I take risk because I see, like, something coming out of it, even if it's not something other people can understand. Um... You know, like literally here, coming here, my only, like, the only goal in mind was to just spread word of mouth of, like, the edible business. Besides the fact that I really wanted to come. You know, I just really wanted to organically talk to people. You know, obviously there's dispensaries and shit. Like, I've never been to one. I wanted to just, like, experience those things. And it's worked. Like, yeah. that, that was my reward. And to so some people, they're like, what the hell? Like, you go to <laughs> another state you've never been to during coronavirus? Like, you know, shit like that. But... Again, if I would have thought about all those things, those were the risks. Like, oh, I'm going to a new place. What if they shut the city down? Like, I've had those thoughts. Like, what if they shut the city down and I can't leave? 
you know, like it's very possible. We don't know what the hell's going on right now in the world. Um, so I had my thoughts of risk and somewhat fear, but the reward, I was like, well, damn, ain't it going to be fucking cool as shit to like be on the beach again and be on a new beach uh, okay. and meet people like you definitely never met. And even if you meet somebody you met, then that's crazy as hell that you meet them in California. So it's like, dude, how'd you end up here? Like, I excite myself. I play, I play like life is really a game. And you just got to play with the outcomes, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and if you could look at it as a video game, like that's dope because in the video game, even when you die, you still come back to life. So maybe that's what a failure is for some people. Like, yo, you lost your life. You might have to start all over. I don't mean literally, you know, like the task, like you have to start yeah. the task all over or go back to the, the drawing board. But that's okay, bro. Like, I mean, at least you did something. Like, what were you going to do if you didn't do it? <laughs> yeah. So I think that, like, it's really, it seems easy for us to focus on, like, what parts of it we, how it will affect us, how the consequence is going to affect us negatively. It seems mm-hmm. really easy to focus on that. And I think, at least, again, this is all for me personally. Sometimes it feels like when I'm making a decision and there's a huge risk involved, my livelihood ends up being on the line. Mm. And because of that, like you, you focus on how much of yourself you're putting out there. But then I think that also goes back to like the whole childhood thing and having create and created issue of vulnerability, because at that point, you're just not willing to be vulnerable with life. And I think it makes us miss out on a lot of opportunities because when me and my boyfriend were going to go, well, we did go, we went to South Carolina and this was like right when everything was popping off. Mm -hmm. It was right before everything shut down. And I was like a mess of anxiety. I, I had never been on a plane before. I had never been to that state before. The coronavirus was really, everybody was shutting down left and right. Like I had a ton of fears. And at one point I was like, we shouldn't go. We should just, we should opt out. Just figure out if we can get our money back for our tickets and reschedule. Well, we we weren't able to get our money back. And so for me, like, I don't want to waste money. It was like almost $600. So I was like, we're just going to go. We're going to go and see how it goes. It was the best time that I have had in a long time. And I went through the new experience of getting on a plane. Like Lonnie was talking about his experience flying. I'm not gonna lie. I related so deeply because I just took my first plane this year. It was, it was something different looking (laughs) at the world from that perspective after 26 years of being too afraid to get my Mm. feet off the ground. And I think that like, if I would have really got myself caught up in the, but this is happening, but this is happening, but this is happening. And just to avoid this and this and this, we mm-hmm. shouldn't go. Like, I keep thinking, well, what would have happened if I would have listened to that pit of anxiety that told me, like, this is a bad idea. And it ended up being great. And so, like, I'm, now I'm like, maybe I should be a little bit more vulnerable with life. Maybe I should have a little bit more faith in the universe mm. and that it's taking care of me. Because I realize that I manifest a lot of the things that happen to me just off principle that I have no faith and I'm forever skeptical of everything that's (laughs) happening. And so my thought process is manifesting the shitty things that are happening to me. And I'm not saying that's true for everyone. That's why I refuse to speak on anyone else's experience. But in my own, Mm -hmm, like my mm -hmm. decisions and my inability to look past how something is going to harm me negatively 
has kept me from a lot of really great opportunities. I'm I'm still really mad at myself that I was reached out to by this music company in New York to come perform one of my songs, and I didn't do it because I was scared. Mm. And I used mm. the excuse, "Oh, I don't have the money." Like I was just scared. I didn't want to do it because I was scared. But I keep wow. thinking, like, what would I be doing now? I'm trying to release an EP, and it's like, damn, that would be great to have that exposure under my belt. Yeah, I'd, man. Well. At least, see now you you said a lot that you experience both sides. Now you now you experience what happens when you don't take the risk, and you've experienced what happens when you did take the risk. And look at how like polar opposites those those stories are. Like one of them you're still mad about, and the other one you're like super grateful that you did it. So just go based on the evidence. Like if you're a skeptical mm-hmm. person, you have like real tangible evidence in your life right now. And see, and that's how I draw conclusions. Like, I tweeted it the other day. I have since then deleted it. But I tweeted <laughs> I tweeted the other day how, like, the way that I gather information and make changes about myself is I take information from the external and I compare it to what is already existing in my mind. Yeah. And that is how I make connections. And I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe I should make these changes. When what you just said, that's literally the thought process that I've been having lately is making these connections like, huh. Yep. I have some tangible evidence to go off on that shows me that being grateful and having faith reaps more rewards than being negative and super Yo. anxious. Yes. Do yourself and- a favor. <laughs> that is like the best. Yo, that is like step number one, I feel like, in a lot of major shifts in a person's life. If they, if they realize it and then they act on that and they live that shit, it's over. Like you lit- Everything else just kind of plays out the way it's supposed to. Because you're going to develop mm-hmm. from there. I agree. I think that, like, so far, the main reason why I wanted to make this episode is because just as a note to self, like, mm. there is so much beauty in being willing to do something that you don't know the outcome of. Yes. And a lot of times, for a person like me who feels like they need constant control, there is so much peace and stillness and liberation in letting go of it and surrendering it and saying like, I don't have control over this. So I'm going to just rock with the waves. And my whole thing is, is, you know, I realized, and this is probably silly, but I realized from laying in a pool on my back and floating that the second I stop worrying about what's going to happen to me, if I just so happen to sink underwater is I literally just float. Nothing happened. Once you let go, your body does everything it needs to do to get where it needs to be, to keep you safe, to keep you floating. And it's like that instance that I put trust in myself and took a deep breath and was like, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm just going to let go. All I did was float and then got a really beautiful moment where I got to look up at the stars. That's awesome. That's actually not true. I love that. Like, it's just a, a real life example of like metaphors for like how this shit works. You're always going to float. Like, there's no way. Like, to me, that's how, I don't know if that is faith at this point, but to me, that's how, like, I look at my life. Like, no matter what, I'm not going to, like, fail. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no such thing as failure at this point. It's just something that's going to get me closer to the next step of whatever the hell I'm looking at, whatever it is I'm on the path for. I'm just saying Einstein was, before he was this, you know, revered, 
scientist and intellectual. Mm-hmm. People thought he was crazy. They thought he was a oh, quack sure. job. And I'm just saying, there's a there was a all of our faves. There is so much failure that they experience before success, and I think people forget that. Like when we see success, we are seeing an accumulation of failures that finally That's... amounted to something. So, because yeah. I... you know what it is, it's just momentum. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's oh all that God. is. You just yes. keep going. That's why I always tell people, just keep going. Keep going. Like, I know some people don't really see the depth of that, but I'm like, seriously, just keep going. Don't stop. If you make a dope song and then make five and whack ones in a row, keep going. Like, it doesn't matter. Just keep going because your energy is building momentum and, like, it's your intention. Now, if you're doing shit and you don't like what the fuck you're doing at all, like, you're miserable, that's not what we're Yeah, yeah, that's right? different. That's a whole <laughs> different issue that you're yeah. needing to face. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> if you're doing something, if you have like a, not necessarily even an end goal, because honestly, that's another that's another lesson that's parallel to all this shit. Is like there is no end goal. It's all about the journey. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a that's an illusion that there's a destination. Because what do you think happens when you get to that destination? Like, what do you just explode into light? Like, there's always a It's always just a never-ending journey. And I know this from experience, but even more so from people that have tangible things that I desire, like people more successful than me and stuff like that, you know, that travel around the world 24-7, but don't have to, like, do what I'm doing right now, which is, like, staying in a hot-ass apartment with no AC because I don't really have that many options yet or I haven't created enough options yet. But but it's that yet. I, I just, just want to point that out. It's that yet. That yeah. Even the way you phrase that sentence, it's like, you're not counting yourself out. Like you're like, okay, yeah, I've oh, no, seen never. this now, but it's coming. I mean, even us, even us getting this is like in a blessing in itself, and just like a whole lesson, like a bunch of lessons for both of us, me and my friend. But again, it's just I, <laughs> I learned that from from the people that are extremely successful. They they always say there's no destination. They're like, I I got here, and like I I still need to keep going. Like there's still stuff I want to accomplish. There's still things I want to do. And I'm like, okay, cool. If I could just listen to them now, instead of being uh, ignoramus, <laughs> I can't even think of another word. Yeah. And just like assuming that like, oh, okay, when I hit this certain amount of money or when I hit this certain goal or my business hits a certain height, then like it's time to celebrate. Like now, nah, how about I just enjoy every moment if it feels like celebrating, like if, it feels like, if I feel like celebrating, I'll celebrate in that moment. If I'm on grind mode, I'm just on grind mode. But there's never anywhere that you're going. You're just always existing, just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. And that's why I'm heavy on the, like, live your best life shit. Because, like, no matter what, you're going to live. Mm-hmm. You're going to live. Like, no matter what, you're, unless you're just a, a screwed up person, like, you're always going to be able to bounce back. Nothing's ever as bad as it seems. That's another concept, too, is that everybody dresses all... When you do hit the worst case scenario, it's, it's still never as bad as you thought it would be. At least that, in my experience. Like, anytime I was like, whoa, what if this happens? And, like, it's terrible. And it did happen. I was like, well, that shit wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's kind of, like, my little soapbox rant about that. Because it's everything just comes down to your mind and where it's at. But then there's all these little subcategories to that. And I think when it comes to taking a risk, it's just about following what excites you you know there's always going to be a polarity in everything in life mm-hmm. so yes is going to excite and scare you following what excites you what scares you but also like following through with it 
Like that is a yes. big thing. Like you can follow it, but if at some point you stop and go the other direction because you don't want to do it anymore, like to me, oh my god, that's the, it. Doesn't it? Does it was all for nothing, and that doesn't a- apply to every situation. But in a lot of my personal yeah. situations, it's been like that. You can either follow through, or you can just say that you followed. But they're not the same thing, and it's important to understand the distinction because in one, the biggest failure is giving up on yourself and not doing mm-hmm. anything. That, is, to me, is the ultimate failure. There's no success that comes from that. And as far as what you were saying, like, keep going, that, that's the kind of thing that becomes a dead end and growth. So to mm-hmm. me, I have started thinking about myself a lot like a plant. And I've noticed that even when plants have no more fucking room in the pot to grow, one thing about them is they're going to keep on growing. And it's up to you (laughs) to give them more space to adequately grow. So in regards to yourself, no matter what, you're going to keep on growing. No matter if Mm -hmm. you're outgrowing the pot, then the goal is to get yourself in a bigger pot. Create more mm-hmm. space for yourself so you can grow comfortably. But regardless, you're going to grow, whether it's comfortable or uncomfortable. You're going to do it. Let's look at it as a metaphor. So, like, let's pretend that, the, I mean, we don't really understand, the, truly understand the plant's awareness anyway. But <laughs> let's pretend the, the plant is like, oh, I'm going to stop growing because I'm filling up this plot, this pot. No, it doesn't do that, right? It keeps growing because it's like, if you want to metaphorically speak, it's like it has faith that the universe is going to provide more space for it mm-hmm. so imagine if you if we lived our lives like that like we just like i don't even know this next step like i i did all the things that i could see but now there's some things i can't see but i'm just gonna keep going i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing or thinking how i'm thinking or moving how i'm moving you'll be surprised like very surprised that's a, probably the biggest lesson this trip has taught me like things just fall in your lap like literally freaking miracles <laughs> And it's cool. Like, it, again, it just makes it fun because it's like, okay, I can't really take this life thing too serious. I really can't because the shit that I can't see is like the realest shit. That's my favorite part about it all because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, as humans, we enjoy that control. You know, it feels good where you can create ego and you could talk your shit like, yeah, I made this out of this, da 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 da. But when like the universe or God, whatever, however you choose to look at that, just throw something at you that you literally have no control over. Like that's when to me, that's like the real issue. That's what's like that's why I'm like, damn, life is dope. <laughs> like life is really dope. You know, I low key I've been experiencing little moments like that because I've been really trying to shift my mindset. I'll never be a person that sits here and acts like I'm above admitting that I can be a really negative person sometimes and like I have Mm -hmm. my own heap of flaws that I'm working through but I am really Mm -hmm. working on shifting my mindset into gratitude and into faith I don't really I'm not a religious person I don't necessarily have any personal deity that I worship or anything Mm -hmm. but I believe in a creation and I believe that it there's a frequency and I also believe that there is a way to walk along that same frequency with it and because you're in alignment with it it's in alignment with you and anything that you need you will have like yes and to me like that's what i want i want abundance just off the merit of my mindset it's your birthright yeah Yeah, like it it, you are aligned with it when you're born like Mm -hmm. a baby doesn't worry kids don't worry about shit that mm-hmm. they don't. Worry. I want to return back to that unfiltered joy 
you know, like that innocence yeah. of mind. And, I, you know, there's this one problematic character in an anime, and I'm not even going to talk about the problematic things they do because it's not <laughs> what this is about. But their mindset about things is very, very ideal. Like, his name is Meliodas. It's from this anime called Seven Deadly Sins. And while he's very problematic, his mindset towards everything, he's just like, yeah, let's go get it. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Huh? Well, things happen. And it's just very, he takes things as they come. When he needs to be passionate, he is. And I believe that I want to be like that. I want to be more calm and more passionate. And I want to be more intentional. I want to be in alignment and I think that a way for me right now to be in alignment is to learn how to be super vulnerable with the world to the point where risk is not a a fear factor to me yeah risk is just a word (laughs) it's just a word it's just a word and a worry yeah I feel like you're on your way there like I, I you know obviously I know you a good bit and I know I feel like I've known understood your mentality and like how you process emotions and now I see like a shift and again I I want to try to make it more complicated just because sometimes people need like steps but I'm not I don't think it's the time or the place for me to give you steps but just keep going that's all I'm gonna say to you like keep going because you already do like amazing shit like as is but if you could keep growing in that direction like you're gonna be very surprised like, mm-hmm. that would not be the last time you get a phone call from New York. You know what I mean? You probably get a better phone call from New York. You know, things like with your plants would be even crazier. Like, you probably have a whole freaking greenhouse. Like, bro, I am going to have a whole greenhouse as soon as I. There you leave. go. See? Like, <laughs> the apartment I'm in right now, it doesn't have adequate light, but we're getting ready to move into a house. And I'm telling you, I'm about to Don't. air this bitch out with some plants. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I want to visit. Are y'all living in the same city? No, we're going to be moving to South Carolina. Oh, dope. Okay. Oh, well, closer to Georgia for when I'm in Georgia. Hey. Yeah. It ain't nothing. I don't know what I'm doing. It ain't nothing but a road trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Let me see where we at with the time and whatnot. So, all right, we had 30 minutes. Last time we did like 45. What do you, what, as far as risk and anything along those lines, what else did you feel like people might want to hear or should he be hearing mm. let me ask you let me ask you what do you, so when you when you talk about like the healing and like things coming from fear um do you this this is gonna sound funny but do you, do you know like when you conquer fears like that's a great thing right mm-hmm. i know like so if conquering fear is an accomplishment and that's why like tweeted it before in the past like eventually you have to you have to take your fears and you have to just drown in them and you have to let them overcome you so you can get over it like for me personally I can't speak for other people but for me personally the biggest thing for me was embracing the fact that I have fears and not denying them but also not being of afraid to experience them I will literally in the past, at least, I've literally avoided anything that caused me, like, any level of fear. I don't like being scared at all. And now, like, I've been watching jump scare videos and shit just to, like, put myself in the position to be scared and go through that. So 
I don't really know what anyone else might need to hear, but at one at some point I needed to hear do it anyway. Like being scared is not an excuse. Feeling fear is not a reason to not do things. Saying that, oh, but what if this happens? That's not a good reason. That's just a what if. And to me, if you let a what if count you out, then that is a weakness that you just got to address. And that is a weakness in myself that I have to address and am addressing. So I think that just for me personally, what I really needed to hear was get over it and do it anyway. If you have a certain goal that you want for yourself, if you have a certain goal that you want for yourself, you just kind of have to get past what's going to stop you and just do it. Like Shia LaBeouf, like just fucking do it. <laughs> like that's the, that's the only thing that I can say because I'm not going to lie. Like I have had people in my life who who loved me enough to tell me and wouldn't sugarcoat it. Like at some point you can't enable people through compassion. And sometimes you have to just be mm -hmm. brutally honest in order for them to grow. You can't keep them comfortable in the place that they're always safe. So for me, like I've had like my boyfriend straight up tell me like, if this is something that you want to do, then you're just going to have to do it. I can't do it for you. And other people aren't going to be able to do it for you. If this is something you want to accomplish, then you have to do it. You have to work towards it. So that would be the only thing, the only advice that I could give anybody is, is fear is not an excuse. It's a thing that exists, but it, it's not an excuse. Yeah, excuses are weak. <laughs> I'm tired of they excuses. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like I have been having a real hard time with weakness in myself, first and foremost, and in others like, I won't accept weakness from myself anymore, which is why I'm very, very dedicated to growing from my mishaps and growing from my flaws or the things that I perceived as shortcomings. Like I'm trying to look at my life and myself as an opportunity. I am not, I'm, I'm not unworthy of any of the things that I want. Everything that I want, I deserve to have and I will have. Now I need to move my mindset into a different shift because I noticed that when you think like that and you're like that for so long, you become conditioned to a certain cycle. And so I'm just trying to work myself out of that. And I won't accept weakness from myself. And I won't hey. accept it from others either. It's just not a thing. That. Like That's Naruto, believe that shit. Believe it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. that I don't got nothing to add on to that at this point. I, I co-sign everything you just said. For real. Well, I'm about to, I'm, huh? No, nah, I'm saying I'm about, I, I just got a phone call that I got to like stay to my car, to move my car. Well, it's, we're getting around the time that we can wrap up. So I just want to let you know that I am happy once again that we could vibe together this morning and just kind of chit chat. Yeah, I love it. This is real fun. I can't wait for the next one. Me either. I like that this is very organic and the ideas just kind of come to us very naturally and we do this in a very natural way. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> that's the only way I do things. Well, that's the way I'm trying to do shit. <laughs> like, <again. laughs> I'm trying to move in alignment forever. Thanks. But yeah, all my last words would pretty much be like, if you listen to this episode, you like the message let us know yes. if you disagree with the message let us know or let me know i'll deal with your bullshit 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm open to all perspectives. But yeah, I'm grateful that we could do this. Thank you for uh, you know, the the concept because it was your concept. Yeah. Um also I want to take a moment, shameless plug, like Lonnie Swank seven seven seven, that's their Twitter, Instagram if you ever need some fire ass edibles. Facts. Yes, best vegan edibles in the game. Yes. Alright, yo, I'm ready to dip off. I gotta take care of something. Alrighty. Well, I love you, Brody. You have a great day. I love you, too. I love you, too. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Peace.